You forgot the most important place. You're supposed to go to badboardy.com. Why is that, Marsh? It's awesome, man. I mean, the fucking, you get lots of cool shit. If you sign up, and I think still if you put the promo code ABOG. For always bit old geek. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you get a discount. I mean, you do get a discount, but I'm not sure how much of a discount it is anymore because I got problems with my brain because <laughs> I've been smoking too much and that's just the way it is. In fact, if you go to badboardy.com and you subscribe and you get on the Falcon's Nest, the forums, awesome shit. My forum OG Lifer name is too high, coincidentally. <laughs> so just look me up there and we can talk about good times. And also on Bad Boardy, you get our extended show notes, which means you see personal notes from me and Marshall that you won't see on iTunes or Stitcher oh, okay. or any of the West. And this has been a real-life commercial from the crew at Always Been Old Geek for Bad Boy Also, you don't get access to all of the archive shows. There's there's a lot of episodes That's of true. Maxwell's House, the, flag, the flagship show. Flagship. Mothership. <laughs> the Eye of the Hurricane. Hurricane Max. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I think, I don't know, I think he goes like 10 episodes back on iTunes or something, maybe 20. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not 100% sure of anything. <laughs> the only thing we are sure of <laughs> is that you should go there. It's fucking. It's very, very awesome people. Very great. You get uh, there's monthly giveaways. There's go a the bad member board. members only podcast that you listen to every month. Uh, the last two, though, we have options to. You don't have to, but uh, they did the audio for the four color demons bash. That was fucking awesome. Okay, wait. <laughs> there's more to it though, right? Um, besides it being awesome, there's other podcasts. There's the No Tell Hotel. Holiday Inn. <laughs> um, oh, the Podcast Macabre is a new one. Matt Delivers is still on there. Tell them always been on Geek Sitcha. Now that's a commercial. Ready to form Voltron! or too slow or something like that and it's <laughs> dude the copy and paste thing that I've just discovered it's mind-blowingly quicker because I can I can just add a, an empty third line while I'm editing just an empty track bar and just copy and paste everything all the quotes down to one track and then just save the track instead of doing individual quotes like I was doing before So it's better this way. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, okay. I was actually interested in what you were saying, so I was just kind of keeping quiet. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, man. It's Sun's coming in. Got everything set up. What? You can do the, you can do the beatbox.
I just don't have a response for that, Pat. <laughs> I really, 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 really wanted to think of something smart ass to say to you just then, but I just drifted away. What's up, everybody? Oh, sorry, go ahead. It's all good. I've been trying to figure out. I say the exact same thing every time. It's not like I'm trying to figure out what the fuck to say. What's up, everybody? This is Marshall, Squishy Nuts Inc. on Twitter. Welcome to Always Bet on Geek. I'm sitting in a very empty and blank room. This isn't the Hall of Geekdom. Where's my geek shit, Pat? And now that he said my name, howdy, this is Pat, your friendly neighborhood co-host. And um, I'm sitting in a not quite as empty room, but just at a new table this time to see if it sounds better. And as for your shrine, the Walt man, as for all of the geek stuff in your hall, the geek stuff up there in the very north tip of Mississippi, right before the border to Tennessee, I guess it's all packed up. Yeah. In boxes. It is actually all packed up in boxes. I guess that was not an understood rhetorical question, but welcome to Always Bet on Geek Pet. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it's, you know, you can only have a rhetorical question if people know actually understand. So there are <laughs> so there are some people who may not know that you know. Th- no, this could be the first podcast, man. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just trying to lay the groundwork. So like in well, the future, if this is their first podcast, then they don't know what the hell the Walt Shrine is anyway. So you're just kind of making more questions, Pat. Or that could have been my lead in to explain more stuff. You don't know me, man. You don't know me. I don't. Okay. I will. Okay. You probably do after what? 12 years? 13? 15? I'm thinking 17? What? 98? Yeah, 98. Well, okay, in, yeah, in well, 2018, it had been 20 years. So. Man. So, you know, I read this study that said that if you were still friends with somebody after seven years, odds are pretty damn good that y'all will stay friends for life. Like, the seven-year mark has been you either make or break a friendship. In the past seven years, you, both people have decided, I like this person in my life, and <laughs> you just pretty much <laughs> keep on going. What were you saying, Pat? I don't even remember. Oh, I feel like that I'm trying to make a joke here, some kind of a crazy, silly joke, and inappropriate. Or, you know, it could be the fact that I just touched you. Like the fact that... Okay, now i got to make an inappropriate joke. Hey, man, it's, it's okay to feel joy that our friend marriage may actually stand... The test the time. I don't know if it's one or one thirty. Well, you need to leave. What like time is it? Thirty minutes before it's twelve sixteen. Okay. You want me to go in there and do this? Please. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this is what the people want, Marge. No, this I'm going to edit all that. You will try to. I'm not quite sure how you play the cut this. So <laughs> Shit, I don't even know, man. I don't even. I don't even remember what you were saying. You said that you touched me, and I said that that was inappropriate. And then, uh, how? How did you? 
out of that whole emotional spiel, how is the only thing you remember? <laughs> the one thing I set you up for, for an easy joke. Really? <laughs> really? Uh, my mom was really distracting me, man. Well, the moral of the story is, if your friend is with somebody for, for more than, for seven, more than years, seven years. Uh, yeah, I mean, I heard all that. Uh, but... Yeah, well, I'm not quite sure how this will be all cut, so I'm just giving this a bit more context, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2016, Pat. Well, speaking of that, so you want to tell people our, our plans for this for this new year about the podcast, about what we plan to do, about how we plan to go hard, go for the throat, for the hips. <laughs> Didn't I already say that somewhere? Yeah, on the podcast that nobody would hear because my sound was awful. Oh man, yeah, we were. Yeah, man, that's this why. This is our second year in review. The first one, Pat. Uh, Sounded like he had the mic sitting on top of a jet engine or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, a, a vacuum was in the background the whole time. And to be fair, Marsh gave it his best try to fix it. And and even I was like, hey, man, I'm sure it's good. Let's put it on up. He was like, no, nah, man, you need to, you know what? I'll send you a copy just on. Um, let me know what you think. And then yeah, here's, we'll here's a little, yeah, here's a little ten second clip for you. So after I got home from hanging out for New Year's, I played it and I hit play, and then I hit stop after five seconds, and I was like, "Yeah, man, cut that shit. This is this is, this is awful. This is not good whatsoever." Yeah, it was pretty bad. Because part of our goal for the new year is to up our game, is to level up, as we say. Which isn't really hard, them. considering we're like like on the bottom under the floor. <laughs> we're like on the bottom. It's not like we can do anything but go up, so I mean. So wait, so wait, you're saying we started from the bottom and we're still kind of there? Yeah, we're yeah. At, we're, we started from the bottom, now we're here, right here at the bottom still. I mean, there's some people that listen, and that's cool. That's actually, and then we do have a host for, for the podcast, a host site. So I mean, I guess it could always be worse. We're doing pretty good, relative, you know. I guess, in my head, I'm gonna say we're doing good. Nah, I don't know. We both have bikes, and they're both pretty good bikes for what we could afford. We both have computers to record into, and we have people who actually want to hear us go on and on about be lost in the weeds or geek stuff so could be worse god nobody can ever say that to me without me thinking of fucking uh young young frankenstein explain they're digging up the body and he says what a filthy disgusting mess and he's like igor says ah it could be worse and then frankenstein says how it could be raining and it starts pouring down on it. So anybody, every time anybody ever says, could be worse, and I always just think, could be raining. Stupid joke. You didn't get it, and I had to explain it. Well, to be fair, I've never seen Young Frankenstein, which is why I was asking oh. you to explain it. 
Dude, yeah. that is an absolute classic. I mean, that's not even like one of the racist ones. <laughs> that one's <laughs> Well well to be fair, one of my favorite Mel Brooks movies is Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Okay. Well if I mean, if you can handle Blazing Saddles, you can handle any Mel Brooks. Because he's making fun of it. That's the entire joke of it. These are the people of the New West, salt of the earth people. You know, morons. <laughs> it's just perfect timing. And when the guy laughs and he says that, that's the actual honest laugh because uh, Gene, what's his last name? Oh my God. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, that was all improv. Like, that wasn't in the script. So, <laughs> when the sheriff laughs at the end part of him going, moron, that's the honest laugh. And anyway, that's cool. I thought, excuse me while I whip this out. Ah! <laughs> but really, I think because I'm more of a geek than just a general Mel Brooks fan, so I think for me, my top movie is still Spaceballs. And I know like people who are really into Mel Brooks are just like, F you, fanboy. But no, I really dig Spaceballs. I mean, my, my I don't know. There's so many Mel Brooks movies, and they were like all right there around the same time when I first started getting into them when I was a kid, when my parents, my mom started introducing me to them. I, I guess Young Frankenstein and uh, maybe Men in Tights came later, but Men in Tights. Men in Tights, later. right. Yeah, but that came after Spaceballs. Yeah, it did. And then Blazing Saddles. and There's like four or five that of them. That came before Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was kind of introduced to them all around the same time except for tights to be fair Robin Hood being in tights is the first movie I remember seeing Dave Chappelle, Chappelle <laughs> I think that's everybody yeah. it's funny so in the podcast that will never be heard because it's already been chunked the <laughs> initial goal the initial goal was to do a year in like a year in I in or a year in E and D which one? Isn't it the same thing? Are you just talking semantics as to how we're just going to spell it? Because the year end review and the year in review, we're still talking about the same stuff. It's the same thing, right? I suppose so. Good call. I mean, if I'm just being stupid, I mean, that's more than, I mean, I need to know. No, I think you're right. So I guess what it boils down to is how should we spell it in the show notes? <laughs> is it the year end review, E-N-D? I think I had spelled it E-N-D. Okay, so the original goal was to do a year in review, meaning all the stuff that happened in the geek world, and I guess where we saw ourselves as a podcast. Right, yeah, we talked a bunch about the New Jersey trip and how it inspired us to start the podcast in the first place. We had been talking right, talking about it for a long time. Well, well, well yeah, but it still happened pretty fast i mean oh yeah we went, we went to new jersey we came back you left the next day but before you left we had recorded the first episode and we did that right. in three attempts because we did like half hour here half hour we were like no nah, i don't like that i don't like that uh eventually the third episode is what ended up being the lost episode that will eventually be put out the the origin story the secret origins of 
your parents' basement, aka hospital geek. <laughs> oh right, I keep. That's like a a funny story. The fact that I didn't read uh, look into it again after the fact that we. I just kind of think about that as a fond memory. I don't even. I block it out. No, me too. I mean, no, I mean. Because I have it saved in in my computer. In the file folder, it says your parents' basement, and then when you click it, it says always bet on geek, and then when you click that folder, <clears throat> it's all, you know, all there, but it's there. It reminds me how fucking dumb I am. It just gets me, uh, I talk to the, uh, your parents' basement people on Twitter every once in a while, I'm like, hey, what's up? Saw your name again. Thought about you. Ha ha, what's up? But see, but it led to a funny story, so I think it's a win, because folks, what you have to realize is... This pie game, it ain't easy. You know, it ain't easy. So, so the pie, so the pie people that are in the pie struggle <laughs> need to do pie support because this pie game, it's not for the weak. Those of us in the trenches, taking <laughs> taking the bullets, the scathing <laughs> remarks, the trolls. It's it's horrible. The struggle is real. The struggle is the pie struggle is real. Hashtag that. Trademark. <laughs> well, you got to put the money down to <laughs> trademark that, then, man. Actually, if you create a original, well, that's true because there's a trademark, then there's a copyright. You're right. I've applied for my Squishy Nuts Inc. trademark. <laughs> you know, I bet the people at the trademark office <laughs> get the weirdest shit now. Now that you know, now that we know. In the future, and more people have access to become multimedia. <clears throat> Squishy's fine. Marshall's fine. If you want to call Squishy no sink, that's fine. Some people call some people call me Brett Cool. I've had uh, what two <laughs> two <laughs> two separate wedding invitations sent to my house. Didn't even say Marshall. It just said Brett Cool. One said Wait, really? one said Marshall Brett Cool. And Wait, who? Ryan and uh, who was it? I have no idea. One was Ryan's wedding invitation, but uh, oh, it was the artist dude <clears throat> that sent me some of those pictures that I had uh, that I had commissioned. I got you. I was like, "What? I am so lost." <laughs> well, no problem because this is the part of the show where I pull you back from the field weeds that <laughs> you see that you walk around in. Well, speaking of quote unquote. Evo bitch Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him okay. I'm he was pretty to, cool. So I'm going to, because like, what y'all don't know is in the in Lost Podcast number two, <laughs> we had discussed the fact that Marshall and Stealth hadn't seen Star Wars The Force Awakens yet. And so Marshall told his, we own like, because you co-host two podcasts, our podcast always Weekend. Which other one? Uh, welcome to the Alamo. Remember the Alamo? <laughs> yeah, it's so, uh, it's but... it's one that you can you can find on uh, badboardy.com in the Falcon's Nest. Y'all should go there, everybody. ABOG pro ABOG promo code fifty percent off of a year subscription. Take care of they business. Are, they are they are going to hear the commercial before they play the podcast, March. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, see, I mean, I because I I figure that since they've heard the commercial, 
that they just kind of tap the screen and skip two minutes so they don't waste two minutes, you know? I mean, I've even heard the, the, the music so many times on the podcast that when I listen through, I just I just hit like two minutes, just hit the little button and it skips. So Really? Because I don't... I love Barkeep. I do so. too, but dude, you you don't edit stuff. I'll, I'll just say it. it that's true. I, I've no, heard no, it. I, I guarantee you, I've heard it probably twenty more times, twenty times more than you have. No, I feel that because th- for a minute I thought that maybe, just maybe, I could improve on the excellence that is J Sarge, and add some. Whoa, 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 whoa! We are. I was gonna whoa. add some some sounds like a lightsaber sound or. Whoa, whoa, look, wait. We have completely swerved off of the original topic, which was you were on Walk Up to the Alamo and you hadn't seen Star Wars. Right, yet. I'm talking so about lightsabers. Actually... That's 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 in the realm. I, I was I was going there, but okay, you okay? So you pretty much had them spoil the entire movie for you. Oh yeah, which <clears throat> it's another podcast that may not be heard because. They wanted, we all wanted you to, we did a, uh, uh, Dead Man Rice, Joseph, and Alamo, Torolf, 91. All three of us got together and did a spoiler episode of Always Bet on Geek. <clears throat> and we all wanted you there, but you couldn't do it. Wait, 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 was it a spoiler episode of Always Bet on Geek? Or yeah. A spoiler episode of Welcome to the Alamo? No, it wasn't Welcome to the Alamo, it was Always Bet on Geek. Oh, so... And that's why we wanted everybody wanted you there because it was always been on geek, and I even talked okay. I even talked to you about it beforehand, and I said I want you there, but and you said don't worry about it, just go ahead and do it. See, okay, because I thought because I thought you did you would do a spoiled episode of Walking to the Alamo. Uh uh-uh. uh I mean, we could always do that now, thinking about it that way, but I figured that. I mean, I did introduce Deuce it as always been on geek. That can always be edited around and stuff, but. Uh, they wanted to do it with you and you now you want to do it too so you know or now you we can work it to where well all like four was, of us can sit down and talk about it it was never that originally I didn't I, originally i it just was the fact that it was during the holidays and i was just swamped right and and that's understandable i mean it's been like a month since an episode of always been on geek came out <clears throat> and right now there's lots of stuff going on <clears throat> with the holidays and stuff i've sent in the christmas episode <clears throat> so whenever I mean whenever it can come out is when it can come out um <clears throat> I talked to Mr. Maxwell about uh in 2016 I'm uh we're wait 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 no <laughs> I'm determined to hear the Star Wars story so oh you have them full you have this full I hadn't seen the movie soul. and I didn't think that I was going to get to see the movie I figured that I would get to see it at the $2 theater, which will be about a month or so. And I had already had two of the podcasts on my list uh, do spoiler episodes of Star Wars. So... Wait, so are you a person that actually does not mind spoilers? Cause, yeah, we've talked about that. I think on the podcast. Well, yeah, but on the podcast that nobody will ever hear. This is me trying to <laughs> reveal that podcast so people know us better yes and but what i was saying was i was trying to determine if you're one of those people that don't mind spoilers in general i thought that had been uh established 
Are you kidding me? And I told Stephanie this and she laughed. Especially, I don't know if it's my old age. I never used to be this emotional. Never, never, never. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm just getting soft in my age or whatever the fuck's going on, but I'm glad. There's been a couple of movies that I went into it wanting to hear spoilers uh, or TV okay, shows but, or something because... Okay. okay, but right quick, is that because you like spoilers or just that you, you just don't care? Because this was, this was discussed, but it was discussed on the podcast that, was, that is now Lost Podcast number two. I mean, I've, I've said it, before on a lot of the podcasts that I don't I don't mind spoilers. I got no problems with them. I don't love them, I guess. I don't like... This one I did. I sought it out. I put together a podcast so that the movie could be destroyed for me so that I could hear everything about the whole damn movie. I wanted to know because I didn't think it would be... I thought it would be a month before I got a chance to see it. And, you know, it's to have... Uh, two fans of the show talk about it and it's i've read novels a couple of the novels and stuff it's just like reading a book it's like but this way you get to throw your own opinion on it and 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 it was pretty cool i I enjoyed it but then you know mike and ming they have the mike and ming show and they did a spoiler awakens episode (laughs) nice i figured our episode could be always bet on the force or always bet on the awakening so just to let folks know, this the podcast they hear right now, this won't be the podcast where we go deep into Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no. I will stop. Is that you trying to rein me in one more time? Okay, so what happened this year, Pat? Besides us going to New Jersey and coming back and doing a podcast. Well, I think the moral of the story I was trying to get to was you actually did end up going to go see Star Wars The Force Awakens before I got to... Oh, the, is that where you were leading me this whole time? Yes. To the, to the end part I, of it? Okay. Because, well, I was trying to see if, if knowing everything... Oh, that's right. With your enjoyment of no, in fact, it. I still teared up and a couple of tears dropped when the opening credits came like it has since I was a kid. The... Even episodes one, two, and three in my 20s or whenever, when that shit happens, just that instant that the uh, the words start scrolling up, it always gets me excited. Always, always the tear, tear or two drops. But there was, at one, there was one point in this movie, this had nothing to do with the spoilers, and I don't remember what it was. There was three, three or four real serious moments that I almost burst into actual tears, like burst out. There was one time that I don't even remember which one of the times it was that I literally, <gasps> like I was going to ball, just start crying. And I, I fucking, uh, I played it off like I was coughing <laughs> and it was awesome. And, and nobody ever, and Stephanie didn't even, didn't even, uh, until after it was over when I told her and she fell out laughing cause it was like, <laughs> I was just going to start crying and I was, t- oh my God. No, but hey, man. But it had nothing to do with the movie that I was watching. It it was just right. because of it bringing me back. No, I mean you weren't alone because when me and Jay saw with our group of friends and Atlanta and like this humongous surround sound, like almost IMAX scale theater, and 
the entire crowd was into it, and when those words first popped up, it was, and then words started to scroll, people cheered, people cheered, and like, all the cool moments, they were like, anyway, I guess we'll discuss all of that on Always Bet on the Awakening, the Star Wars fuel spoiler review show coming up on Always Bet on Geek. Yes. Also, I had my iPhone and I recorded the whole fucking thing so we can do a commentary on it. I'm joking, Pat. I saw the look on your face. It went blank. I know I I know you, man. I know you well enough to where I can even tell the silence. <laughs> because what's funny is he's not lying. When he said that, my face actually went because I was thinking, I don't know, is is that I mean, can you do it legally? I mean, uh, no. I don't know. I, we couldn't do it legally first because I just, I would have just admitted to bootlegging the damn thing. <laughs> that would have been the number one no. Let's not try that. I did think about, uh, I was going to take my phone out and take a couple of still pictures, but uh, I, I was into it so much, man. I didn't even think about my phone yeah. at all. Oh, and then if you do happen to catch it again, it's even better. The second time, because the second time you can actually kind of even more absorb what's happening. Because the first time you're just so into I think, it. Like, I think I I already was there because I had already heard counting the one that I did. I had already had three podcasts that spoiled the movie in every like Mike and Ming. They went like frame by frame. They went all the way through it, uh, and then Daniel came over. And he was the very first one. I said, look, it's going to be a while. Tell me about it. So he gave me a... I know he didn't really care, but he kind of seemed like he was aggravated that he that I was asking him to spoil it for me. I mean, it took it took a lot... It took a long time, dude. I mean, I've never, ever, ever run across anything ever in my life to where if I asked somebody to spoil it to me, they would be like, no, dude, I can't do that. I would not do that to you. And I'm like, dude, I'm really... I, I look for maybe a dozen people online before I just went to Daniel because I know he didn't give a shit. And then after... Because it sounds like... Well, it sounds like he, he was like, uh, I don't know, man. This is... I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> no, I mean, he didn't hesitate. He, he, you know, he didn't give a shit, but he did kind of seem aggravated as he was telling me about it. Like the the thing at the... The big thing at the end and all that kind of stuff. Just like when Luke turned... When Luke turned around... When when he finally made his appearance in the movie, that that well, did it for well, me. Well, 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 well. I mean, it's it's publicized that he is in this movie. Yeah, but not at what part or or whatever. I mean, if we're going to do a spoiler, I, I just said when he made his appearance in the movie. I, I was, I was specific. I, I was trying not to, you know. Every episode of Always Bet on Geek, maybe one percent of them can be spoiler free. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem going in and just dissecting the whole fucking movie because I've heard people's complaints and stuff and I can see some of that, but a lot of people don't have the benefit of role, the role playing knowledge and stuff from all the books and all the, and I know JJ had so much to pull from the, the novels, the yep. stuff that had been pretty much canonized, but now is just like legends. Yeah. I mean, so there's no telling, but that's how, you know, a majority of the 
the planet names and the alien names and the speak, you know, all that kind of shit that you have no business really knowing. Well, because like, because folks forget that the capital, the old capital planet Coruscant, was actually made in an expanded novel. It was the first novel of the Bond book series. Yeah, it was named for the first okay. time ever. But Star Wars was the end of the year. What else happened this yes. year? Uh, we got the Captain America Civil War trailer. That was pretty cool. See, and, and that's the thing. I don't know if I even said this. I'm having deja vu, so I may have said this in the other one. I would, and that's the thing about the spoilers. I go in, I want, I I watched all the uh, the Easter egg videos on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. I would never in a million years have seen crossbones in the background or, you know, all these, <laughs> I, I see the big things that you're meant to see, but all the stuff for the, right. the, when it comes to movies, I, I don't know, maybe cause it's not like really 3d or something. I'm really observant in real life, but on movies and shit, I don't pick up on that stuff. So seeing all that stuff beforehand, <clears throat> Just like with Star Wars, knowing what was going to happen beforehand, I think that saved me from being a fucking sobbing, blubbering mess in the aisle of a fucking... And that's why... Well, and, and no, but to be fair, I can see that, because this is the man who actually had me spoil the Red Wedding for Game of Thrones. He was like, hey man, I read the books, but it's, you know, it's, it's a bit more intense on the screen, like... So, well, I saw a bunch of me I saw a bunch of uh, reaction videos to the Red Wedding and stuff before I ever saw yeah, it, I before I it. ever saw it. So I was like, "Damn, maybe I should uh, figure out what's going on." Because uh, I don't know. It's just like role playing, man. When you get invested in a character and they die, it's just it's, oh, it's yeah. heartbreaking. So it's basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Right quick, I love watching reaction videos so do you think that's something we want to try to do for the always metal geek channel on youtube we can give it a try if, if they're if they're sucky they're sucky you know we don't have to put them out also true it's not live <laughs> it's not live <laughs> well speaking of the captain america civil war trailer yeah. what part was the favorite part <laughs> like was there a scene in there that like i think whenever uh bucky and cap were beating the fuck out of tony that's that's the only part in the the, the commercial or the uh, trailer that I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and, you know, like, holy and shit! I have, I have to give Marvel credit. Marvel knows how to end a trailer. Like they show you all this cool stuff, stuff exploding. You know, cool. Well, that that wasn't that wasn't the end of the first little teaser trailer. I haven't seen the super extended one. This is just the no, no. It was. was that the very end of it? So it was at the till. Yeah. It wasn't until the very end where I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> okay." Because Marvel knows how to end the trailer, man. Like they can show you all this cool stuff, and then they put the exclamation point at the end of the sentence. All right, kids, you think this is cool? Check out Bucky and Captain America laying hands on Iron Man. Yeah, we got you now. We got you. <laughs> You're in it. <laughs> I hate it. I'm glad because I wasn't collecting when Civil War was happening in the comics. Uh huh. It's one thing that I'm just like waiting for in your Marvel game, and I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not sure I would ever use that plotline in the Marvel game. You wouldn't do that to your world. 
You've already blown the moon up. We had like lunar rings for two years or some shit. And yet it was then reset, so <laughs> there you go. It wasn't reset, it was fixed. It was reset. <laughs> okay, well that's Marvel. DC that, also put out Was that all that Marvel happened what? this year? Ant Man came out this year. Ant Man was fucking all badass. Last year. Now it's 2015. This is a 2015 year in review, so we can say it came out this year. Ant-Man came out this year. Um, all the Age of Apocalypse, all the Age of Apocalypse um, tra- uh, st- trailers and stuff came out too. All those teasers and pictures and. Yep. And the teaser and two full trailers for Batman v Superman. Age of Apocalypse is your Ant-Man, isn't it, Pat? Wait, so are you trying to not, wait, what's happening here? <laughs> because I heard you laughing and whenever I tried to go to DC. I know, I, you me... I kept trying to keep it in the Marvel and talk about it and you kept trying, you kept, yeah, uh-huh, well, D, but DC, then it was the, yeah, there, okay, there was that, but then there was Batman versus, yeah, Batman versus, I was like, yeah, just like the very first Lost episode where I didn't really want to talk about Ant-Man. Okay, okay, I said, so... Age of Apocalypse is your Ant-Man. <laughs> Well, no, because we don't. They haven't really shown us anything for X Men Apocalypse. We got they, we we just posts. got a trailer. Have you not seen the the trailer that came out whenever a few days ago? Week okay, ago? okay. I I saw the trailer, and now here is my question for you: What is happening in that trailer? Um, <laughs> What's the it's, story? it's showing a bunch of faces, letting you know who's in the movie. Right. And uh, uh-huh. and big powers being used, and that's all that I need to go and see an X Men movie. Because <laughs> I guess my point is, I enjoyed the trailer because the Brian Singer knows how to direct cool moments in a superhero movie. But it didn't tell you shit. At least with the Captain America Civil War trailer, you pretty much know the story. All right. Superheroes well, I have mean, been. Star Wars The Force Awakens, you didn't know what the fuck was going on either. You can't compare an X-Men movie to the Star Wars movie. Well, it's not the franchises, it's the storytelling, it's the... the um... No, because I, I think that's my point, though. I mean, Star Wars as a movie franchise has almost 40 years of goodwill behind it. Despite what people may, I mean, not think of the prequels. Those prequels, I mean, people hate on the prequels, but we still use some of the terms that came from it. Like before the prequels, there was the word for metachlorians. Are <laughs> that's still? Are they still using that? Because I didn't hear that in the movie. So the new one. Well, you have to realize, like, no, they aren't. It, it wasn't in the Force Awakens, but it's because all of that knowledge was lost when the Jedi's were wiped out. That's true. That makes sense. Okay, so are you excited about Bat- Batman BVS? Well, I'm not sure if you can even get into it because you're like, ah, DC, little Marvel man. No, I was just we, we started we started with Marvel and I just wanted to get through the Marvel before we started with the DC. That was it. Oh, there was more there okay. was more Marvel too for this year too and that was Jessica Jones. Oh, 
all man yeah, we should probably people. even do a damn spoiler episode yes. on jessica joe we keep saying you know what all right we keep because i've actually that. watched let's it now ahead. so i mean <laughs> yeah let's let's go ahead and put it on the schedule and re- we're re-watching star wars first we're re-watching daredevil too so let's do star wars first then jessica jones um i guess we should point out that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been really kick-ass this year. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, yeah. That's another fucking awesome Really, movie. really good. Um, I'm looking forward to... I guess for last year, that was... S.H.I.E.L.D. is on... Oh! Let's not forget the fact that the CW has tracked the code for DC superhero shows because The Flash, Arrow, is rocking this year. They're about to come out with Legends of Tomorrow. Um, did you? Supergirl did, came on CBS. I mean, Supergirl. I saw the first two oh, or three episodes. I, one or two episodes. I think I'm. I need to. That's the show. I need to go back and start watching again. But I, I enjoyed the first couple episodes. I'll, I'll, I'll edit. I'll edit this out. For the love of God, do not, do not make sure you edit that out. <laughs> if that hang on. The, the, don't worry. Don't worry. It, it makes watching the show a little better, though. She's she's got she got she got skills that pay the bills. <laughs> so on the small screen, DC has cracked the code, and yeah, great. I need to and I need Marvel. to watch Flash. I've even if I don't watch Arrow, I was gonna watch Arrow first, and I watched the first episode, and I like fell asleep, and then I watched it again, and I watched it all the way through, and I was like, wow, that's pretty hardcore, you know his. His girl got sucked out of the damn boat and all that stuff. It was pretty fucking cool. But uh, but then I, I never went back to it, man. I, it's like we got stuck on episode eight of Daredevil. We were watching it. Like, we were binging it. But then, and then we never went to it. We went straight through Jessica Jones. And now we're, we watched episode one again of Daredevil. But then that, we stopped again. So, I, I don't know. But to answer your question, yes. I am really... Looking forward to Batman be Superman. <laughs> yes, looking forward to Batman be Superman a whole lot because I am actually one of my favorite characters of all time is Superman, and he's tied to Spider-Man. So, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I've heard that you like Peter. I do. Did you get that joke that was in there? I chose to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not as bad as Beej. You know, he makes fun of himself. He says that he loves Dick because he's like a super, super Nightwing Dick Grayson fan. He said, I think, I don't remember which podcast he said it on. That he's got probably every Dick Grayson figurine there is. So, is he also into his current portrayal in the new 52? I don't know. Because currently in the new 52. Why don't you ask him right now, Pat? I think he listens to the podcast, you know. That's a good point. Yo, Beach, are you currently into the current character portrayal of Dick Grayson in the new 52? Because, well, see, I want to go into the backstory of what I'm asking, but I'm not sure if he's caught up, so I don't want to spoil anything for him. So I just, yeah, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Let me know if you're into the current portrayal of Dick Grayson in the new 52. And depending on how you answer, will let me know if you're all caught up, and then we can go from there. How about how about yeah, just hit him up in a DM and uh, 
in, in, on Twitter or something. No, because I think it would be cool if he kind of heard it out the blue that he's just on the podcast. No, that's what I'm saying. When he hears this, just hit Pat up in a DM and y'all can talk about it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Just like um, Alamo said that you gave him some suggestions on Batman. I, I don't. Yes. And he bought the Killing Joke and which one is the 52 version is death in the family or death of the family the 50 it's there were two joker arcs in the new 52 well yeah and the first one was death of the family and the last one which is also really really good is in game i got all the in game stuff but i haven't read it yet that's that's what i'm doing i like because i like my comics like i like no, not a lot like I like my women, Pat. I like my comics like I like to binge watch my, my TV and stuff. So I'll save up 12 or 14 or 15 issues of one one comic, and then I'll go go through them like I did my... Well, okay. okay, why save up with... You could just wait for the trade. Because I like individual issues. Okay. I don't, I don't want to say call it the collector in me because I collect fucking everything. I'm a damn hoarder, but... I mean, I'm not. Stephanie has clearly thinned my my hoard down to minimal stuff, but I get a room when we move. It's a whole room. She said I can do anything I want to with it, so I'm going to install 50 bazillion shelves, and I'm going to load that shit up, man. And then above the guest bedroom, I shall hammer in new walls. I shall assemble my shrine to wall. I shall look up in the guest bedroom. Whenever I've been there, or whenever I have guests over, if they can see the glory. Uh, I think you're overstating just glory. A, I think you're overstating just a bit, man. Hallelujah. <laughs> no, man, it's not. <laughs> it's just not quite that that bad. But the cool thing now is, I got another sketch cover I can add to it, and then I'm. Uh, I bought number one. I already had, but one through four of Cryptozoic Man, three through f- or two through four were all variant covers that I didn't have already. And I got a lot of damn variant covers. I'm going to ship the damn, these, there's like 20 comics that are all Cryptozoic Man 1 through 4, and they're all variant covers and shit. I'll be like, here, would y'all sign these for me, please? <laughs> Thank you. And then they're all going to be hanging on the wall. It's going to be like <laughs> a 13-year-old comic book kid. You know how when you were a kid, you had lots of comics hung up on the walls and shit like that? Actually, I did that. I, yes. Yeah, I did that too. Brian, or all of our friends, everybody did that shit. Now, it's because cause I always assumed that, because I got the idea from that old show, My Secret Identity, because the kid in that show was a fanboy who got superpowers in his bedroom. He had his comics all hung up on the wall. And when I saw that, I was like, that's genius! <laughs> that's what I did, so... I thought that that's where the idea came from, but I guess I was wrong. I, I don't know. I never saw that show, so I got it from my other friends. But, you know, my mom was like, well, it's better than, you know, my neighbor. My neighbor, he had his windows open all the time, and you could see his mom let him. He was a little older than me, but he was still a kid. He, uh, His mom let him put pen, Playboy and Penthouse all over his walls. He wallpapered that shit. She didn't even like for me to... uh to look out my window half the time because his was, was open. Well, to be fair, that's kind of weird. It's it's <laughs> one excess to the other. She even, whenever I talked about, when I started 
when I started wanting to black out my windows with tinfoil and stuff so that I could have the glow-in-the-dark stars in my room at all days, you know, time of the day, she was more than happy to let me do that. So, But then the problem with that, when you're living in a trailer, there's still a little breeze that comes through. So you just hear you just hear that tinfoil rattling almost all the time. Then eventually you do it for years and you realize tinfoil is not the way to go. Blankets are the way to go. Then you layer that shit up and you never have to worry about it again. The problem with blankets are they become heaters. They heat up. Okay. Anyway. No, no, this is, no, 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 please keep going. Like, this is fascinating. I, I, I never do the ends and outs of this. Are you fucking being sarcastic right now? <laughs> <laughs> this didn't happen in 2015, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, I guess. And then I kind of want to. Are you excited? I kind of want to quote Brian Maxwell one and say, uh, eat a bad a dicks. Yep. Thanks. Well, are you excited about Batman v Superman, or are you just like all Marvel all the time? Uh, I'm mostly Marvel all the time. <laughs> I always have a fifteen percent, twenty percent DC in there. Uh, cool movies are cool. But to be fair, I, mean, I, I like Batman. I, I love the animated series. I watched the older, the original TV show. I mean, I, I got a lot. I haven't read. It's it's funny because when I started collecting Batman two years ago, uh, back when I started collecting all comics again, I had originally I had did on uh, Superman, JLA, the Justice League stuff, uh, Batman, and that was those were my three or four because there was a couple of different JLA titles, Justice League titles. The Batman, I mean, I tried to read through the Superman because you know we I had just seen the Man of Steel movie for the first time. Okay. Because I'm behind on everything for the most part. Well, okay. That's okay. What did you think? I like the movie Man of Steel. I did too. I, I dug I it. I mean, people. Yeah. Sure. There's 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 shit that somebody can talk shit about, no matter what movie you're talking about. Lord of the Rings movies. Those movies were so fucking accurate as far as did they take a couple of liberties? Yeah, to tie things in. Did they fucking uh, leave some characters and stuff out. Yeah, sure, but the there could have been another whole movie with just you know extra stuff like that, and that's you can't hardly have a closer to adaptation than something like that. And it, there's always going to be somebody that has something to say about something. So you know what they say about assholes and opinions and stuff. Everyone has something. I think mine's is supposed better than yours. I dug it when uh. When Wonder Woman come in and blocked whatever blast that was, and he was like, "Is she with you?" I thought she was with you. <laughs> with that, with that weird, no, no, that, please, weird no, that weird no, mix no, between please, that. Weird... No, no, please talk more <laughs> in your new Batman voice. <laughs> it ain't happening, man. <laughs> it's like that weird mix because you can hear Ben Affleck in there. But it's all kind of synthesized and shit, and it sounds really bizarre, man. No, I actually, I like that. That's the idea that was used on Arrow. The fact that, you know, instead of just trying to disguise your voice, just use a voice modulator and save, get yourself some trouble. And I always thought if Batman existed, that's what he would do. So I think it's cool. 
I, I didn't say it. I didn't say I didn't think it was cool. I just said it's because <laughs> you can hear him in there, so it's just really bizarre. But to be fair, I'm also one of those cats who did not hate the Christian Bale Batman voice, which apparently everybody else <laughs> in the world did. I, okay. It's hard not to agree with people making fun of the shit when it's so spot on, but until I actually paid attention to other people making fun of how horrible it is, I never really thought about it. So, I mean, I, I like the movies. I, I still think I haven't seen the third one. I own all three of them. I'm not even sure. Which one was the third one in there in that trilogy? The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Rises. Who was the bad guy? Was it Bane? I haven't seen the Bane one. Bane. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen the Bane, Bane. one yet. But again, you know, I listened to uh, Fat. No, you, no, you have to watch the movie. No, I, I, I will. Hear what I will. You think about about the Bane voice? <laughs> yeah, I've heard a, a couple of spoiler episodes with uh, Fat Man on Batman about it. So, man, yeah, there's a lot of Kevin stuff that Smith, I'll be looking. Kevin Smith does the best impression of the Bane voice I've heard. <laughs> uh huh. You think darkness is your ally. <laughs> I was born wounded by it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's fucking funny, uh, man. Okay. Oh, but wait. Wait. Do you think this do you is think a good, do you think what this, no 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 uh uh-uh. uh no nope, uh uh-uh. uh this is a good this is a good enough segue. Segue. I wasn't done talking about BVZ, BVS. No. I'm not either, okay. but this is the best time, this is the best time to bring up a topic I went hard on in the Lost Podcast number two that has always bugged me about Batman and Superman and that it almost made me want to keep the crappy sound just so I could get this point out. So I'm going to make this point again. Now, to people who have heard Always Been on Geek before, you know that this this will probably be the second time you hear me get as passionate about something. No way. As I well, what are you fixing to talk about? The, the red roof in? Are you fucking kidding with me? The red roof in. <laughs> <laughs> Trinidad Falls, New Jersey. That does not have free Wi Fi. Okay, what? what let me uh, hear it, man. What? What is it? <laughs> I am going to go ahead and draw the line in the sand right now. Oh, God. And go. And go. Superman's disguise is better than Batman's secret identity. Oh, because people always I, make the joke. I remember this, of, yeah. yeah, people always make the joke of, well, I don't know why can't they tell the Superman? He's only wearing glasses. Laugh track, ha ha ha. No, no. The whole point of his disguise is as Superman, he's not wearing a mask. People. As readers, we have omniscient knowledge. Yeah, we know I think this um, kind of story. I think Christopher but Christopher Reeves did it best. Exactly, like people in the actual DCU, they don't even conceive of Superman having a secret identity because a no mask, b Superman is smart. He let it become public knowledge. He had a fortress of solitude up in the north, so people assume. Well, but he's not in Metropolis flying around. He's hanging out in his fortress, chilling. So why would you assume somebody who doesn't wear a mask 
and his a secret identity. And his secret identity is Clark Kent. And like Marsh just said, the actor that pulled it off the best was Christopher Reeve in the first Superman movie when after he has the date with Lois as Superman and comes to pick her up as Clark Kent. And then there's that moment when she goes in her room to get ready to go with Clark. And then he stands up straighter, takes off the glasses, and he becomes Superman, even dressed like Clark Kent. But right before she comes back out, he suits back down, his voice goes up an octave. It's, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if anybody really gave Christopher Reeves. He's all goofy and bumbling and stuff, and then... He gets, it just, he's like, he straightens his shoulders up and he grows a foot. And then it's like, yep. His voice drops an octave. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's like saying, you know, you see somebody and it's like, hey, he looks like George Clooney. You don't think he's actually George Clooney. He just <laughs> looks like a cat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's actually an effect, it's actually an effect of disguise because. No one assumes he's anything but Superman. Now, Batman, on the other hand, he wears a mask, so you know this cat has something to hide. Under that mask, he's a quote-unquote real person. Or he's a scarred freak. Right, but it always bugs me how people give Lois a hard time for not being able to tell that this cat who looks like George Clooney is actually George Clooney. (laughs) When you but, you know, you never would assume, but nobody gives Jim Gordon a hard time or any other competent detective in the Gotham City Police Department. Nobody gives them a hard time for not being able to put in the feeling that, huh, we have this street-level vigilante who has access to jets, <laughs> high-tech jets with ammo and missiles. You think jet fuel is cheap? <laughs> no, cat. Well, jet jet fuel to... jet fuel could be ex- explained because of all of his private jets and stuff. But I mean, they don't know what all they don't know what Wayne Enterprises is doing in the research and development department. No, but my my point is, if you look at Batman as a cop and you see this vigilante has access to jets that needs jet fuel, this jet has weapons. Cool. All right. He has access to cars, numerous cars, because some cars get blown up. He has access to motorcycles. All this stuff costs money. <laughs> he has access to, like, smoke grenades and grappling hooks and bulletproof armor. This stuff does not grow on trees. But that's that's <laughs> why he that's why he has his secret identity. The, the playboy that schmoozes the women that's like... He doesn't. He doesn't assert his dominance physically or anything. He just. He's the pretty. Okay. He's the pretty boy that likes to drink and party and shit. I mean. Okay, so you have a pretty boy who likes to drink and party, but who, but who everybody in the world knows that when he was nine or ten years old, he saw his parents massacred in front of him. So that's why he. That's yeah. why he's a heavy boozer yeah, this, and stuff. He's trying to process it. You have this. This volatile billionaire, the sole heir to billions, who saw his parents taken from him by crime, and it was a horrible thing. Whole, and there's and there are devastating almost ten years of his life where this cat drops off the grid. Poor Bruce. The most, 
the richest orphan in the world just goes away as he walks to Earth <laughs> to get the skills he needs <laughs> to become Batman. Just off the grid. And then when this cat shows back up in Gotham almost 10 years later, a month or two after that, you have a vigilante running around the city with access to high-tech, super expensive equipment from nowhere, and no detective stops to go. Huh. <laughs> maybe there's a connection somewhere with this. Or maybe not. <clears throat> all, all I know is one of Batman's archivillains, Rajal Ghoul, figured out who Batman was because why? He followed the money. <laughs> He sat down and just put some brain power to it. Like, not not all that, people are that. Can, not all that. Um, yeah, not all people are that intelligent to do that. Or they might not I'm have. They is, might not have the ability to try to track that kind all of. All I'm saying. All I'm saying is, if, if Jim Gordon is the top cop of Gotham, who has been shown to be proven is the best cop. Gotham City has. Right, but they've smart. already they've said over the years that he already knows, but he just doesn't want to, like. No, that's admit, true. And admit that he have, knows. That's true, and they have always hinted at the fact that he knows, but he just doesn't push. That's. I'm just saying, no other. Nobody? Don't you remember that? <laughs> don't you remember that episode of uh, the animated series? It was like a. I don't remember if it was like a, a, a nightmare or a. Um, like a glimpse into a possible future whenever they came the the beginning of the episode was like the fall of the bat and Jim Gordon had him cornered and then it explained why it all happened and how he fucking broke Batman down at Bruce Wayne down and had him all trapped because he knew and he prepared and he had it all it was pretty sad it was horrible I forgot I forgot the it's a it's one of the bigger arcs it was like a two or three parter or something it was whenever he found out that Batgirl was his daughter and I'll add crickets here too. Sorry, like I was trying to. I, I can't remember the name the of episode. it. And I'm, I'm, I may be even getting a couple of episodes mixed up, but I'm pretty sure that all happened in those couple of episodes, because it was like the beginning of the first episode was everything had gone wrong and they were being hunted down by the cops, and you see Batman running and you hear the cops saying Bruce Wayne stop and stuff like that, and so was it. A nightmare that Batman had. I don't. Been, that's or? what I'm saying. I, I don't remember. I think it was something that uh, Barbara Gordon, because it was her nightmare about what would happen if Barbara, if she had died. Oh wait, I don't. I don't remember who it was because it was like if Barbara had died, he found out that it was his daughter. Batman knew all this time and didn't tell her, so he went hard on. Uh, it was the Joker, so it might have been the Killing Joker or whatever it was. Wasn't there an animated version of, of when Joker killed What's-Her-Name or something like that? No. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. They're working on it, but they haven't. This is the most uninformative geek talk. Okay, so you were excited for Batman vs. Superman? So, yes, the moral of the story is Superman's secret identity is better and better protected than Batman's is. Fight me. Oh, this. Yeah, did you notice that I gave anyway. up on that? And just moved on to that argument because I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm not agreeing with you either. So, okay, well, why aren't you 
Why don't you agree to it? I'm curious. Just because we don't know the reasons doesn't mean that it's not in place for a reason. <laughs> okay. I, I have I have faith in the mythos. There's a reason why people don't know and they can't figure it out. Okay. I, I don't fucking know, Pat. I feel very deflated about something and I don't know why all of a sudden, so. <laughs> I think it's because you can't remember the episode that you tried oh, to describe. Oh, that, 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 that must have been it, man. What the fuck was that? Oh, well. But yes, I am excited about Batman v Superman. But the two trailers, it looks pretty cool. And I think Jesse Eisenberg is going to put in a pretty unique <laughs> yeah. performance of yeah, unique is definitely the word I'm thinking. Well, I mean, you know what? I feel the same way. Like, have you ever seen the new Sherlock? Sherlock, no. That's on the watch list, but it won't be an, a, a anytime soon watch, though. Okay, well, this is a spoiler, but the way the actor that plays Moriarty portrays him caught me off guard at first because he kind of portrays he portrays him as insane, pretty much. He's a complete madman. And I was used to, to Moriarty that was a bit more refined, a bit more, you know, on the scholar end, a gentleman, and a killer. This guy portrays him as a psychotic madman, <laughs> pretty much. But the more I watched it, the more I could see why he took that tack with it, and it was pretty good. So... I'm looking forward to seeing Jesse Eisenberg. I kind of got the same feel from that. From what I saw in the trailer, I kind of got that same feel. Because the only Luthers that we've seen on screen was either Gene Hackman's, who was... Mishtashmonger! And Land. No, Land! It's all about Land. While we saw Kevin Spacey. It's all about Land! <laughs> So I guess I'm just looking forward to seeing a Luther on screen. How could you? Who's, how could you leave out the best Lex Luthor out of all of them? I'll be live action, not not the cartoon yet. No, not the cartoon. I don't remember his name. The dude from Smallville. Oh, I loved him. He oh was he was God. the best Lex no. Luthor. Absolutely. You know that's a good call. I guess I should say I'm looking forward to seeing a big screen Lex Luthor whose overriding goal is it a land swindle. <laughs> it's not all about land. Okay. But you are right. Um, what is his name? But yes, the actor of Smallville who was Lex Luthor was a damn good Lex Luthor. Yes. I mean, I watched when I moved in with Jenny and Clay for that time. They had all ten seasons, and I fucking binged that shit. It took me like two days. I got through all of it. Oh, and the Lex Luthor on the cartoon was also really good. I don't remember the Lex Luthor in the cartoons as well. Well, to me, he really came alive when he whenever he would guest star on the Justice League cartoon. Okay, because I remember that there was the Batman, and, and then there was Superman, and then there was like the Batman and Superman crossover episodes, and then there was like JLA or this something, and then there was something else. I thought, but I don't, I don't remember. Well, it was, well, it was pretty much Batman, Superman, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and Batman Beyonds. They all kind of take place in the same world, just at different times. Okay. 
Shit. So I did see a couple of videos on YouTube with uh, some... I don't know if they're spoilers, because, you know, they couldn't be put out. If they were spoilers on YouTube, they would have had them pulled. But it was on set of the uh, the new, the BV, uh, I think, Suicide Squad. Um, and it showed some super, super pimped out uh, Lamborghini, I think it was. Oh, yeah, and, and the Joker and Harley are driving Batman's on the roof. Yeah, well, I mean, I saw the video, and it, it was just them driving up and down the street, driving up and down the street, back and forth, back and forth. Yep. <clears throat> Did you see that whole thing, or are you just talking about picture? Yes. Yeah. It made me realize that the Batman cape is all CG, CGI. Well, actually, the cape in the Man of Steel was all CGI too. Yep. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I mean, it it does. It does. I mean, it, I mean we have the ability. I mean, what the fuck? It does exactly what you want it to do. There's no very exactly. Yeah, and it stays out of the way of the actors. They can be a bit more free of movement. And I and I hear that some of Batman's masks in the upcoming movie is CGI too. So that way he can actually move his neck and turn it, you know, actually have full neck movement. But the thing I was wondering was, it's not Ben Affleck in the Suicide Squad movie, is it? Yes. Is it? The Yes, the, the Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, all take place in the same world. So that is Ben Affleck as Batman on top of that car trying to kiss the Joker and Harley Quinn. That's super awesome. Yeah. I mean, I know who I was watching go up and down the street wasn't actually Ben Affleck. It was a stunt guy, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it, yes, I mean, yes, it's his stunt <sighs> No, that, yeah, I, I wasn't asking stunt if that was him yeah. or not. I'm sure that wasn't him. <laughs> it was a nice car. We looked it up. It's the, I forgot the actual name of it, but it's a Lamborghini something. It's like the third or fifth most expensive car in the world, sports car there is. And the paint job on it. The paint job on it is probably worth more than both of our cars that we have. Well, my truck only adds like a thousand bucks to it because it's a... I don't want to call it a junker because it's reliable on short distances. Far distances, highways, getting it up real fast. The oil leak kicks into high gear and then that's not good. So whatever DC, what other DC stuff? Are you looking, are you looking forward to uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman? Yes, actually. I look forward to seeing how he portrays it. I look forward to seeing how they also show Atlantis. Well, you know, he himself inspired the how they created his scales and all that stuff. Instead of having yeah. instead of having scales, they looked at because he's he's uh oh, he's Hawaiian. Actually, yeah, he's Hawaiian and had all of the tribal tats and stuff. So they just kind of did tattoos instead of scales, and then made it armor and stuff like that way. And I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, like I heard them discuss this on Batman or Batman. Oh, yeah. Am I am I am I taken from them again? Well, you know, because <laughs> I mean that's the, I guess you could just listen to Fat Man on Batman and have no use for our geek talk because that's pretty much where I get most of my geek geek info from. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, they say on Fat Man on Batman they get all of their geek stuff from comicbook.com, so it all pulls them somewhere. Okay, so really, comicbook.com is where everybody gets their geek stuff from. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, I like listening to him tell me about it way more than I like to read about it, so that's my problem. I'm too lazy. That's why YouTube videos, how to edit. Let me let me learn Audacity through the voice of somebody else. 
But yes, I am. I've come forward. Like, I still don't understand why they had to. Well, I guess now that they've established the multiverse, I could see why they would have a different actor portray Mary Allen for the movie verse, right? And that just use right. the TV version because if you're if you've already established the multiverse, then they could just go. This is a different Earth than the Earth of the CW, which is fair. So. Which still leaves opening for crossovers if they, if so if they see fit you know exactly and it's the same it's the it's the same principle with Supergirl because even though the same creators created Supergirl it's obvious she doesn't exist on the same Earth as Arrow and Flash and all that crew so. It's open for a crossover between those two Earths, which would be really cool. But on that note, we should probably start to wrap it up, man. We've been talking for an hour and a half. That's all good. I'll just uh, bust it into two. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't actually like doing two parts because there's actually no need for it. <laughs> we can just, you know, have it. But, but it's like a year in review. Okay, we can, how about... We just talk and we get through all the stuff for 2015, no matter how long it takes, two hours, two and a half hours, and then... Okay, but I want it, I want it on record that this is the last super long podcast. No, that's, we, that, listen, really listen was. to what I'm saying, though. And then okay. in the edit, I can like pick and choose and try to do like a best of kind of deal, like to where we hit on all the topics in like an hour long podcast. I don't know if I'm capable of cutting out good stuff, though. Well, to be fair, it's the year end, so cool. But I do want us to get better in the new year of having a concise podcast that doesn't go over it. The next episode will probably be a spoiler episode of Star Wars. Yeah. So, and hopefully we can get that in the next week. So I can have a couple episodes banked up. That way maybe I can can put out, you know, maybe three a month instead of just two a month. And as we're doing it now, like, with delays and different things like that and the holidays, it's been, like I said, a month since the last one came out and that was a short. So I feel like, yeah, it's okay. I'll edit all that out. I was setting you up. Yeah, but I'm down for that. <laughs> You're the one that has trouble with that, man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not doing it. <clears throat> okay, so what more DC news was there in this year? There was more, right? I don't remember anything else. I'm stuck. Um, really... I mean, we've already covered everything. Um, and I forgot uh, to mention something that's super, super geek for the year in review last ep- last time that we didn't. Anyway, uh, and I haven't seen any of it yet. Ash versus the Evil Dead. I haven't seen an episode yet either, but that's on my list. As soon as you can find it, I want it. Because I hear it's really good, and like I love that franchise, so I just haven't been able to find the time. <laughs> I mean, if I had Showtime, if we still had cable... I would have watched it 100%. They watched the first episode, I think, at uh, the the Halloween bash at Maxwell's house. Yeah, I mean, for what I'm hearing, it kicks ass, so I just need to find it. Oh, um, one of my favorite sci-fi novels has been made into a TV show on the sci-fi channel called The Expanse. And I love that novel series. It's one of my favorite sci-fi novel series of all time and I've read a few 
And from what I've seen so far in the first four episodes, they are doing a really, really good job on The Expanse. And it's funny, like, whenever I watch The Expanse, I think to myself, holy crap, imagine how kick-ass Babylon 5 would look if it had the budget and the special effects of The Expanse. Babylon 5 was pretty cool, wasn't it? It was, but it, it came out in like the late 90s, so they had a budget and the special effects of a late 90s TV show, which was still damn good. In fact, their computer work is what helped push the Star Trek people into using more computer work for their special effects stuff. I'm just saying, imagine Double Five with the with current day special effects with the budget that is obvious the expense has, and holy crap. <laughs> so that came out in the last parts of 15. We covered Supergirl as a new show, The Flash coming back, S.H.I.E.L.D., we covered Arrow. Well, I guess we did. Arrow is really cool this season, too. Like, a whole lot of people thought that season three was a slight misstep, which maybe, like, the first half of season three, up until that first fight with Razal's duel, I would say, completely solid. After the fight, after the first fight and meeting with Razal's duel, Maybe there were some missteps, but I still enjoyed it. But season four is really good. Like so, there you go. Excellent. I only watched some of it through you and Aaron. I didn't. It was cool what I watched, but I couldn't get into it because I never got into it from the beginning. I don't like starting it. I'd rather just not watch a show if I if I'm not gonna start it from the beginning. Okay. See, I'm confused though. So you're okay with people giving you it? spoilers like detailed scene by scene spoilers but you won't get into a show if you can't watch it for yourself from the beginning i mean i'll watch it with somebody if they're watching it but for me to like be all in i have to i can't get invested with characters through somebody else okay if if that makes sense i mean i'm a complete oxymoron myself as a person so i mean it shouldn't surprise you if if something (laughs) that i'm saying doesn't make sense but no, that that's true. But I, I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know. No, I mean that, that's cool, man. I just I just figured that since you don't mind about spoilers, that if you heard somebody describe the entire, let's say, first season of Arrow, you would be okay with just going to. Well, no, because I heard two. like I heard Kevin Smith break the whole first season down of of uh, Flash. The Flash. But I'm, I'm right. not going to start with season two. Just like when okay. you you got me into Agents of Shield, I didn't did not start, even though you told me all about it. I didn't start at season three. I went ahead and watched season one and two. Me and Stephanie both did. Okay. I mean, I don't have a problem knowing what's going to happen and what happens and all that stuff. But if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it all. Interested. Okay. Okay. Cool. With movies, it's different because they're all basically standalone. So I mean, I I can hear about it and then I can go and see it. But it's like with Buffy. I started on season six when I lived with you when it was on. But as soon as I got into season six a little bit, I stopped watching it and went back to season one. You know what? That's fair. Because I got into Buffy in season four. And I went back and read... I went back and read up both seasons one, two, and three. But I still went out and bought the box sets just so I could actually see 
the actual episode. And even though I knew what was coming, it was still cool because I was still just catching up. So I could see that. Like with Friends, I got seasons like five and six for Christmas one year. But I, I, okay. I watched them and then we went back and we bought all the rest of them so that we could watch them in order. Okay. But folks, <laughs> this is a deep cut into the friendship of Marshall and Pat. But when Marshall was my roommate back in Memphis, <laughs> he had those boxes. Okay, when, when you say when you say roommate, though, you make it seem like that I was an actual contributor to the house. I didn't have a room. I slept on the couch. My shit was in a closet. I didn't hardly ever give him rent money. I gave him a little bit, but most of my work, I worked just enough to afford my weed. I existed. I ate shit. I fed myself at, at the at the burger joint that I worked at. I ate twice a day there. I didn't eat when I came home. I drank water. It, it was every once in a while I gave well, I gave Pat a break every once in a while whenever I would go and play basketball. But then I would end up having to beg him for rides back sometimes or just walk back. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to get into that deep of cut. <laughs> well, you said deep cut. Like the one time your your cousin came over, I don't know if it was to help you move or if it was when he was in town or something. And he was like, I don't remember what you told me he said, but I was walking because I was really pissed because I, I had lost my job at that pizza place because I got the job there. I worked. They showed me how to make pizzas the next day. I did the same thing. They said, tomorrow we're going to send y'all out door-to-door putting out coupons. So I walked to work, uh, came and they were loading shit in, out of the kitchen into a truck. And they said, yeah, we're closed. Sorry. So I was pissed because I had never gotten a job that quick. So I was, I took my shirt off. I was mad as fuck. But see, the thing is, there wasn't a lot of white people that lived around there. <laughs> so your cousin was something like, <laughs> who the fuck would be, uh, he, you were just immediately was like, a white dude walking down the middle of the road. <laughs> that, that's got to be Marshall. <laughs> what are you talking? Where? Yeah, that's that's Marshall. Why? Why is he? Oh God! What's what's going on? I was so pissed off. I didn't even well, think about it. I was so hot and flustered. I just and then I realized that there's people looking at me like they're fed to come over there and smack me in my head and shit. Well, it, it, it was the fact that it was a white boy walking down the street. It was the fact that we told me. He looks angry with his shirt off, walking in the middle of the street. And I'm like, that's oh, that's Marshall. That's gotta be Marshall. Well, I mean, okay. In, in my defense, there, there, was, there was no sidewalks on either side, and and when he when he saw me, I was actually crossing the street. Like I started and I got into the medium part, and then the traffic was coming that way and both ways. So I was. Trying to get to the other side because I know exactly where he saw me because I remember telling the story before. It's like it wasn't that I was just walking up the center street. There was a median in the middle, and you know, median lane. It wasn't a anyway. Yeah, it was pretty funny. He was like, "Oh yeah, that's Marshall. You'll get to meet him in a minute." <laughs> this is really great. <laughs> How did we? Oh, but the slight. I guess the not a deep cut there. I guess the flesh wound of, of our friendship is Marshall had those box sets in the apartment and every night <laughs> when I was off work or he was off work or we were off work together we would watch Friends back to back to back to back this binge watching Friends on, on DVD to this day I still love Friends 
watch you know, it I have, now. I have the uh, the Scenic board game that's Friends Edition. You keep saying that to me, and we never play it. Well, right now they're in boxes, but uh, I have one big giant box that's full of just board games. Because I could rock that game. I, I've seen, honestly, every episode of Friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we both have at least watched every episode three times. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but then like season the the first two seasons that I got, we watched those seasons a couple of times before we were like, you know what, mm. I, it's time. So I went ahead and I, I that was before I got in debt on weed. <laughs> <laughs> Man, every drug dealer should have a retarded white dude like me, because it was like. <laughs> Because I work, I wasn't even working. I wasn't even working thirty hours a week. I was working maybe thirty hours a week, maybe flipping burgers for minimum wage, which sucks. Which my weed dude, because I smoked like a dime a day, which is just a few grams, a couple grams, which isn't a big deal or nothing. But uh, he would give me a dime. I would buy instead of just buying a quarter or a whatever to last me through a week. I would get a dime every day. So he was giving, but then I couldn't afford it. So he was fronting it to me. So five days a week, I was giving him. It's like my check was like $130 and I gave him $70 out of it every week <laughs> for the dimes that he fronted me through the week and shit. It was fucked up. He made he was my buddy too. He made me think that I was his best buddy. We played basketball, kicked a lot of ass, took a lot of names. Motherfucker. <sighs> it's all good. It's a funny story. Not sure how much of that actually will get in there. <laughs> There are times I'm amazed we actually made it to our late 30s. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, all the crazy, crazy shit, I had thankfully gotten past most of the crazy shit before I even met y'all. I, 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 was, still, I, was, I was still rough around the edges when I met y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can say that. <laughs> I, I, was still, uh, I was still pretty hostile. See, the thing, the thing with being a young man is... And I'm not even trying to say it like that. Is you got to find your place in the world, and you know uh, how I was how I was raised. It wasn't. I don't know how to even talk about it. Never mind. Well, like it was. It was just about for me. It was about. Well, I was trying to find a group to fit in with, basically. But right. And when I found it was the whole alpha male swimming with the shark mentality kind of deal, because with the the gangs and all that dumb shit you couldn't uh lose face in front of people and you couldn't show weakness and motion and stuff like that so that it was i don't know that's just how it was so that's how i grew up it took a long a long time for me to give up some of those i don't know if preconceived notions is the words that i'm looking for but i think so like it's a it's a it's a term for it called toxic masculinity Toxic masturbation. Masculinity. Oh, 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 oh. I've never heard that before. Why don't you tell me some more uh, women's health, Pat? (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Well, that's that's part of it right there. I know. I'm fucking with you, Pat. I'm fucking with you. (laughs) No, I mean, I understand 100%. I've never heard I've never heard that term, but I'm I'm 100 on board with what it means. I mean, I couldn't actually see his face, so if I could have seen his face, I would have known he was just fucking with me. So I just thought that he 
actually was fucking with me because he didn't know what I was trying to say as opposed to, yeah, Pat, I get it. <laughs> I was going to fuck with you so yeah, anyway. It wasn't as ironic if you didn't actually understand that it was a joke. <laughs> it just makes you like, yeah, you're proving my fucking point, Marshall. <laughs> that's that's it exactly. Oh man! So really, the moral of the story is you can learn a whole lot on always that old geek, no geek stuff. <laughs> to women's health stuff. <laughs> to women's health stuff. <laughs> no man, I I am my wife has trained me very well. Because I, I still always put my foot in my mouth for saying shit. It's a lot in the inflection. There's a lot in the inflection on what you say and how you say stuff too. But I've been for 12 years being taught different words and how and word placement. and stuff. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, just like with, with you said at one point, I think maybe the last episode, uh, the difference, just a couple of different words like colored people and people of color yes you know there's small variations in words that make what you're saying not exactly what you're meaning just just because you mean it one way doesn't mean that it's going to be taken that way so and now that i got it like i said always fiddle geek can teach you oh so much stuff about life in general and geekdom and friendship and friends a tv show (laughs) No, 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 stop all that. That's it too much. No, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, I mean, I know it keeps in the, the, the theme with friends and all that, but that, uh, Oh, that should, oh, well, you know how every first episode was like the one where or the one with, yeah. That's what we should do for our title of this episode. The one the one with the year in review. <laughs> okay. Booyah! Genius! Look at that. It all it all comes back. The circle is complete. The world keeps spinning. The wheel turns. The wheel in my pants. And I guess that's but it's heavy. <laughs> there was still some more stuff besides Star Wars, wasn't there? Well, that's the main one. What about um, the Hunger Games? How come I have to keep reminding you that the Hunger Games came out this year? I'm sorry, man. Star Wars has pretty much... It's like if the Hunger Games was an atomic explosion, Star Wars was a supernova. (laughs) So, but yes, that's a good point. I really did enjoy Rock and J Part 2, the last installment of the Hunger Games franchise. And... Because my sister got me into the Hunger Games, because he's a big fan of the books. And she tried to get me into the novels, but I'm picky about books written in the first person. Like, I tend not to really get into them as much, so I can never really get into the novels. So she took me to the movies, and loved it. <laughs> loved the Hunger Games. Because, like, it's saying a whole... It's saying so much amongst all the explosions and the killings. It's really a really well done social political class commentary on everything. Anyway, yes, I dug it. And that and part two Chewbacca and Jay did come out this year and it deserves mention. So there. Booyah. 
Was that a pity mention, Pat? Because I fussed, no, because I I mean, fussed at you? Is well, that what it was? Well, I'm not even sure if you've seen all the movies, so I'm not quite sure how deep to get into it. No, I haven't seen the last two. <laughs> what the fuck? No, fuck, I haven't man? seen Mike and Jay 1 or 2. No, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna see. I didn't want to see part one because I hate. I hate uh, sequel movies for the most part. I don't like to be continued, so uh, I waited, and then I didn't see two in the movie theater because I had to see part one first. So wait, so does that mean you also waited for the Lord of the Rings movies? All the one go because they're pretty much one vote to be continued. That's true, but I've actually read the Lord of the Rings books multiple, multiple times, so I haven't read the Mike and Jay or the uh, Hunger Game books. So is it more of you don't like it, but depending on how close you are to the material, you put up with it? I told you I am an oxymoron as a person. <laughs> Just because I say stuff. But I, I mean, yeah, just, I mean, I'm, I'm full of shit. Okay, you, you, I said it. Half the shit that I say is just nonsense. I, I ramble off at the mouth. I have diarrhea of the mouth. People, give me some TP. I need some. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, well, okay. Hunger Games, Star Wars. Captain America trailer, Batman, the Superman trailer, the Ant-Man movie, which I did love. <laughs> and the most important geek news of 2015? We started Always Been on Geek. Yes. But I was thinking That's it. I was thinking a couple of we'll a couple that. of days before that actually. Being in the stash. Absorbing it all in. Nothing dirty, I promise. Really? No matter what Pat says, I don't give a shit. <laughs> that is Periscope true. videos <laughs> are awesome. They have been saved. Archived. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Damn it. Did you hear that there was a fan that... Uh, tr- that I don't know if she bit or tried to bite Norman Reedus. Huh? Norman Reedus? Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead? At a con, some a fan like had a meet and greet. She bit him or tried to bite him or something. No. Yeah, this was like a month ago. Ah, fuck. I thought you would have heard about it, but I forgot you're not a Walking Dead. You're not a Walking Dead guy. I'm that's, not. That's no. something else no. that's worth mentioning for 2015. That show... Which is retarded for me to say. I haven't actually seen this season because we don't have cable. But I have lots of spoilers and I've heard and read. And This season has been really good. <clears throat> They're coming back with comic book men here pretty soon. I think February. Too bad. We don't have cable and I won't be able to see it. Actually, I will say this. My sister is a huge Walking Dead fan. Like, she watches The Walking Dead. And then she watches The Talking Dead. Like, yeah. She's into it. Dude. Now, I did catch the first episode of that new show that came on after. Fear the Walking Dead? The Walking Dead. The, uh, Into the Badlands. Into the Badlands. And it was actually pretty, pretty damn cool. Man, the, the Walking Dead convention is the sole reason why I got to meet Daedalus. 
<laughs> All right, now that is a deep cut into geekdom. What does that name mean, Marshall? Okay, there is a role playing game. Role playing game by the company White Wolf. It's called Vampire the Masquerade. Okay, well I've told people that I I met my wife at a LARP, a vampire LARP. It's the same company. It's the same same game. Okay, it was so popular in the mid to late nineties, maybe through the whole nineties. They made a TV series based on the Vampire the Masquerade game. It was called Kindred the Embraced. Okay, the vampires called themselves Kindred, and that's and they were embraced. When you get turned into a vampire, you are embraced into a vampire. Okay, Kindred the Embraced. Okay, there's different types of vampires. Different clans is what they called them. Not in the crazy racist kind of clan way, but like, uh, say, breeds almost. Again, not in the crazy racist kind of way. Wait. Just saying it like that made it sound way worse. <laughs> okay, uh, his name is his name is Jeff Cober. He's a, he's he's an actor. Been in a lot of lot of stuff. He played uh, the clan Nosferatu, like the leader of the Nosferatu clan, uh, and the name was Daedalus. Okay, I loved that character so much that I started loving playing the characters of Nosferatu's, which is where. My name came from because my character that was a Nosferatu was named Squish. He was a squishy Nosferatu, squishy Nos. Anyway, uh, I got to meet him. When I met him, he uh, I didn't. There wasn't a lot of people, so I didn't see how he was treating other people. So, and he might just be one of those people who are really good at making you seem like the only person in the room. But he didn't seem like he was paying me too much attention at first. Uh, uh, he was talking to somebody off to the side and it might've been the, the, the last person that came by and got a picture or something, but they were, they were asking, uh, I was talking to his assistant and she asked me what picture do I want? And I'm looking at him. There's the guy. Oh, Oh, Hey man. Hey, my, my headphones are about to die because the Bluetooth and the charge is almost up. So this could be a good, a good point to, Pause this interview or to wrap it up or to pick it back up later because I already got the okay. One Jeff Cober, the picture, the Daedalus picture, was on the back table. Uh, and because I wanted that one, I'm like, no, I want that one over there. He heard me and he thought that was cool, so he wrapped up that conversation and came over. He was very, very, very happy that I knew him from that far back. And I explained it to, uh, the whole name thing and how Nosferatu, blah, 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 blah. He was really, really cool. He was actually as cool as Mike Zapsik was that weekend and Ming. And, you know, he renewed our vows. So he was a highlight of that trip and it didn't even mean to happen. Okay. So since Pat's rushing us off at two hours. <laughs> this, this was another episode of Always Bet on Geek. Um Look for us soon on YouTube. Always been on Geek YouTube. Uh, always been on Geek on Twitter. Uh, Gmail. Uh, this is Marshall Squishy Nasink on Twitter. And this is your truly biblical co-host Pat. Uh, guys, listen. Thank you for making the first year of Always Been Geek a lot of fun. Well, the first few months. Thanks for listening. What? I said, well, the first few months. We've only been doing it for a few months. It's not a whole year, you know. But... Trying to go for a heartfelt thanks, man. Heartfelt thanks to our listeners, our fans. Fans, man. That's a bad word. Listeners. 
to all the ones who choose to walk through the hall of geekdom with us every time we put up a podcast many thanks this year is the year that we go hard we grab the podcasted world by the throat and our hips that's right and we're gonna go for it yeah i forgot that that's what i said <laughs> <laughs> that was that was one of the funniest so, parts too many thanks we did y'all and we'll catch you on the next podcast which should be a spoiler filled review of Star Wars The Force Awakens so prepare yourselves so on that note Mark do you have anything to say? Uh, no I'm just laughing I was uh... (laughs) no man I don't want to say it again all right, then. All right, then. On that note, we out. <laughs> Always bet on geek. So, yes, the moral of the story is Superman's secret identity is better and better protected than Batman's is. Fight me. All this. If, if that makes sense. I mean, I'm a complete oxymoron myself as a person. So, I mean, it shouldn't surprise you if, if something that I'm saying doesn't make sense. But... I'll be there for you, you're there for me too.